Political Confusion Podcast. I'm Malia. (laughs) I am Robert Segovia. Uh, Hey, Robert Segovia. Yeah. Every week, what do do we do? We, uh, you asked me a question about uh, politics or general government, and I try to answer it to the best of my abilities as a human droid. Cool. You're doing doing great. I, uh, just so everyone knows... I was asleep until Robert Segovia walked into my apartment, so very prepared, very awake. Things are great today. Robert Segovia, I have a question. Okay. <clears throat> so a memo okay. got released. Why do I care about this? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I, yeah. I actually uh, studied the... I've been trying to study this story because it is sort of confusing. Could you like just explain the so, gist of so, the... um Because um, Car- I will fuck it up. So Carter Page was a... Um, how do I explain this the best way? So um, Carter Page was a uh, staff person for the Trump administration. I think even into the presidency. Maybe not. Maybe he was only on the campaign. Um, and basically there's, uh, a, a, the Republican side of the intelligence committee decided to release a memo that seems to have been doctored by the white house in some way. There seems to be some collusion between, uh, the chairman Nunez and the white house. He's done it before and said he would recuse himself from this because the the ho- the House Intelligence Committee is just for this is probably a good point of clarification. Yeah, thank you. Is is the oversight body in the House of Representatives for the Justice Department, the CIA, and the FBI? Okay. So um, they're the people who bring you know you go up to that committee to investigate and and they're usually you know not perfect record but they're usually nonpartisan. Um, and Nunez has altered memos before, and he's on that committee? Nunez has worked with the White House earlier last year. The Trump or the Obama one? Trump. Okay. Not the... He doesn't... Yeah. Okay. Um, well, fine. To, to coordinate... Trump tried to do this before, tried to release the memo to basically uh, discredit the investigation, like, over the summer. Uh, but Nunez got caught, sort of, with his hand in the cookie jar of, like... He he was meeting with them, you know, and um, so and so he said he would recuse himself from this, then backtracked on that a few months later, and they haven't replaced, you know, the Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, hasn't replaced him. Okay, which is probably what. So he's happen. still on the committee. Yeah, and then suddenly this memo that looks very sort of, well, that's the funny thing about the memo. They did this so badly that their attempt was to discredit the FBI and the Justice Department. But what they've really done is said, is kind of in the lack of a better term, uh, this guy who was on the campaign, Trump Carter Page, yeah. uh, they basically indicated that he is a Russian agent. Okay, wait, <laughs> like if I'm you so- read this memo, memo right, okay. thoroughly, you're like, wow, Carter Page is a Russian agent. We, cool. need, to ba- we need to backtrack a lot yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. From the beginning. Yeah. The um, White House released a memo. No, no, no. The okay. House, the Republican House, the Repu- House. So Nunez-ish, the Nunez, House, yeah, Nunez, Nunez, not, not really ish. the rest of the committee. 
Nunez released a memo. That memo says... So, okay, well, let's say a couple yeah. things before we say what that memo says. Okay. Um, <laughs> the committee is composed of Democrats and Republicans. Yes. The Republicans control it's the House. It's nonpartisan. So they have yes. more votes. That's just how committees work. All right. Um, and that's why it's powerful to be in charge, because you have a majority on every committee in, in that body. Mm. So, basically, they have this memo. They have to vet it so it doesn't release national security information, right? Yeah. Also, these documents, there's a lot of them. Okay. So if you put a three and a half page memo, which is what this is. And so this is a White House are, internal memo. No. What this is this is memo? This is an FBI okay. huge sort of, you know, background information. So this there's probably. FBI papers that the committee yeah, so, has so, to so, investigate the FBI. No. God this damn it. Is, this is this is an internal yeah, this would be an yeah, this would be an internal investigation or what's happened in the investigation. Why why does this committee have this pile of papers that were internal information? Because the they are supposed to be the oversight committee for the FBI. Okay, so the FBI operates, they do their thing, a bunch of papers happen in the FBI. The oversight committee is just like, cool, these are papers, we're going to review them to make sure you're not fucking anything up. Yeah, so okay. so we're probably talking about 300 or 400 pieces of paper that have been summarized into three and a half page memo that has been released to the general public. Okay. So. And that memo is. That memo has, the narrative of that memo has been crafted by Chairman Nunez and probably the White House Allegedly. Okay. We'll say allegedly because that's like when you say uh, Michael Vick allegedly was, you know, doing dog fighting. Uh, he was. We know he was, but, but we but can't, we can't say, say that technically. Um, so, allegedly. So usually what happens in this, and I know I'm not getting to the what it's in the memo, but I think this is important. Usually what happens is if there are, you know, there's a Democratic Party or Republican Party, if let's just say... Um, same thing happens in another administration um, or another house. Uh, they want to report on a bunch of documents and they want to do like a three or four page memo. The Republicans will release a document, three or four page memo, and the Democrats will. So there's two sort of sides to the story and they come out at the exact same time. Republicans in this case have decided not to let the Democratic memo come out. They say it's because of vetting. But usually what would happen is you would just wait. You'd hold both memos. You'd hold both memos. So this is... I actually studied this. I was kind of interested in it because I was like, man, it looks like a total political play to try to destroy an investigation that's getting really close to the president and people around the president. But let's just give it the benefit of the doubt and kind of look into it. Is this the way things usually happen? The answer is no. (laughs) Uh, um, But what's actually in the memo... um, is well, hold on. Before we actually get to what's in the memo, oh, yeah. we're never going to get. We're out. never going to what's in the memo. So, okay. So, just this memo is from who to who? The memo. Itself. This memo is a release from the intelligence committee to the, to the American okay. people. Yeah. And the memo itself is the Republicans' perspective of a summary of a bunch of internal FBI papers. Yes. Their case is that they're trying the case they're trying to make what's in the memo is that there are people in the FBI uh, that are hated Donald Trump. Yeah. And so they they pushed this memo or they pushed the um 
I forget what the car, the Carter Page documents are called. I think it might be called the search with an S. Okay. But there's this documentation that so okay, we're so gonna have to go. We'll, yeah. We're gonna have to go into structure even more here. Okay. So there's these. Um, there's a dossier. I think it's called. It's not called the Stark dossier. It's called something something dossier, right? Uh, it was part of the evidence that was presented to the FISA court mm-hmm. to get the warrants to investigate the Russian hacking. Okay. So uh, now what they're kind of doing is sort of making a leap of saying if these conversations about Carter Page that were sort of anti-Trump by members of this team that was FBI team who have been the member, member really, mm-hmm. two members. It was... Basically, two people in the FBI that were having an affair, <laughs> and they would use coded language with each other. Of so course, s- they were some <laughs> coded language with each other um, that was very negative towards Trump okay. and the investigation. Now, the person, the guy who who's really kind of the the guy who fucked up in this case, was fired almost immediately okay. by Mueller. So he was fired very quickly. Okay. Um, so it's hard to question. Once Mueller knew, the guy he was, was gone. Go, the yeah. guy was gone. Uh, but what Republicans are trying to so, do? Hold wait, on, wait, I just. Wait. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two people in the FBI were fucking each other, and talking about how much they hated Trump in coded language. Yeah. And then Mueller finds out, fires the dude. Yeah. So, okay. but what Republicans are trying? So there's two sets of Republicans here. Yeah. There is. Actually, a lot more than I would have thought. Um, who are just backing Trump and are saying, uh, because of this evidence, this is why we have the indictment. Mm-hmm. And so, if you didn't have this evidence that's tainted by these people, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, have the indictment. Okay. Now, that Not doesn't so pass. That doesn't pass the smell test for a ton of reasons. Uh, a Carter Page is not the only person they're investigating. I mean, and Carter Joe, Page was the guy fucking. No, no, no. He's okay. just a Trump person. Oh, he's just a Trump person. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, we have General Flynn. We have we have a lot <laughs> of other people that are bringing a lot of evidence to bear um, on the uh, Paul Manafort. We have a lot of other people, right? Yeah. Um. Then there's the middle Republican road, which is we still believe in the investigation, but we are trying to do oversight, right? So mm-hmm. this is like a. Uh, this memo had to come out. It's good because it's oversight, right? So it's like, this isn't political. We're in a world where we just have unanswered questions and we don't know, you know? Hmm. Uh, and then the, and then I think, you know, a reasonable person, not only Democrats, some Republicans like John McCain, but also ex-intelligence people are like, no, that's just not how the FISA court works. You don't have... a you don't have one piece of evidence and then you have an indictment. You have tons of evidence. <laughs> um, and the FISA court looked at evidence. You know, So part of the Republicans thing is like, we need to investigate this. And the FISA court and the FBI are like, we did. You know, like we did. We went through, you know, this is a long process. Yeah. I mean, I think you even said in another one of these podcasts, why is it taking so goddamn long? <laughs> The part of the reason is they investigate through all of this stuff, right? Um, and the FBI and the FISA court have a problem because they can't they can't really counteract this mm. without divulging national security. So oh. that's what Trump knows politically is that he can just punch them 
Like, he can say basically anything he wants and they can't come back at him. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a, com- like I mean, if, any, if anybody, yeah. But if anybody is a lawyer, right, um, or, or has sort of a legal background, this is kind of this, if you don't really have a good case uh, for what you're doing, right, if you're probably guilty, uh, you will question motives. So the Trump and Republic, some Republicans are not questioning the evidence. Yeah. They are questioning the motivations of this FBI agent. And, yeah. and they're bouncing. They're saying, well, if this FBI agent is crooked, then they then all Mueller and Rothenstein is crooked. And those are the people who have sort of neutral authority over this investigation, who are protected from the Trump White House until he fires them, until he decides to fire them, right? But he, he's not. He tried. He tried to. He's trying to discredit them. But did he, he tried. Try yeah, he tried. Yeah. He, he brought up firing Rothstein, and Rothstein's important because uh, our 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 favorite Keebler F. Jeff Sessions rec- actually recused himself. He from actually this did re- okay. investigation. So Rothstein is the one who hired. Who is in charge of Mueller. And so if you fire Rothstein, you can put someone in there that can fire Mueller. That's kind of how that works. So we can't fire Mueller. He, not, Trump can't fi- directly uh, fire, fire Mueller. Mueller. Okay. He has to fire Rothstein to fire to, to get somebody else. Because so, so, Sessions could have fired Mueller. Or, yeah. But he, he recused himself. He recused okay. himself. And that's why Trump was mad at him. There's also pretty good evidence that he got into a room just like he got with Comey before he fired him. <sighs> And basically said to Rothstein, are you on my side? Oh, my God. Uh, ah! So there's evidence of that, uh, allegedly. And um, <laughs> so he's trying to discredit him. Yeah. He's trying to get Republicans to pretty, pretty much back him. Because I think the end game is 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 at least to discredit Rothstein, if not to fire him. Okay. Uh, uh, and Mueller. Uh, so. How... So I mean, they're they've tried they're trying. I know we're kind of derailing, but like that happens every week. So, is it at all from your perspective likely that they could achieve that, or are they just like fruitlessly? Well, I mean, there's any number of things we don't know. They, I mean, so there's okay. So just to go back to okay. the, the sort of so you you. I mean, a good example for people about, like, uh, questioning people's motives. And I'm not saying it's always wrong. I, I, this is a legal defense for a reason. Sometimes it works. Uh, you know, the classic one that everybody brings up is the reason that O.J. Simpson got off for the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson was that the defense was very smart and they questioned the motives of the police. Oh. And so Trump isn't wrong or not Wrong or right is not really the right way yeah. to say it, but out of bounds, that, out, out of bounds to question the motives of the FBI is an organization that has a pretty checkered track record. Yeah. And so, what you do is when you when you push the FBI out into the public forum, you have people who are, and I'm kind of predisposed to this too, who neutrally dislike the FBI. You know, and think they're a corrupt organization. Yeah. So they'll believe anything. But does that mean, from a legal sense, that this investigation is corrupt? So they're two separate things, right? Yes. You can can indict the FBI, which is probably fair, in my opinion. You should Uh, check everything. Checks and balances, maybe. um, But but it's, is the actual investigation. And I will say for Trump, you know, I mean, to be totally fair to Trump, (laughs) this is the exact same thing that 
not the exact same thing. Exact is the wrong word. But Bill Clinton did a similar thing mm-hmm. uh, when the Monica Lewinsky thing was happening and, and he was being investigated. Richard Nixon did a similar thing mm-hmm. when, you know, I mean. Basically, well, if a president gets investigated, they're like, fuck this FBI. What's well, yeah. So with Clinton, Clinton was a little bit more sort of. Uh, understandable. Not understandable, just uh, uh, in the background about it. Um, so it was a whisper campaign with Clinton. Gotcha. It wasn't a taking direct actions in mm-hmm. public to discredit these people. It was a having people discredit them that weren't yeah. the president. So also wasn't the Bill Clinton case was like he perjured himself. He perjured himself, but I would say Clinton kind of did this and Nixon kind of did this, and I would just remind people. What they were being accused of, they did. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. so, so, so you're doing when somebody does this, yeah. right? Not well, always. Yeah. Not, not always. Sometimes people are right to question people's motives. Sure. But I would say, you know, if you were going to bet in Vegas on it, <laughs> uh, you would say that probably there's something there, right? I just think that I'm. I'm just on the side of. You know, hey, you perjured yourself because you slept with an intern versus you fucking colluded with another country to win the presidential election. Kind of different levels. Just different Yeah, and I will say, I, I say this too. It's like... Um, Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, I would say that just it's... Um, it's always hard to for a president to go down. Um, Ronald Reagan, you know, the Iran-Contra affair, you know, he probably knew about it. And so did George, uh, George Bush senior, um, HW, uh, but, but, you know, Ollie North went down for that, you know, Mm. you know, a Colonel went down for that. So I think it's one of those things. It's Trump might not go down, but well, no, I would say that if you think about the way Reagan and Bush handled that, Mm -hmm. Which and even Clinton to a certain extent, who survived that whole scandal, would would be to say, what did they do? Well, they denied, they denied, they denied, and when they had to tell the truth, they were very apologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Reagan literally said in a speech earlier this week, or maybe it was even the same day, he said, um, "I told you that I knew nothing about the Iran Contra affair earlier this week." In my heart, I still believe that. But in but in rea- like in my mind, he said something like that. You got to go back to the speech. But in my mind, I know that that's not true. I know which my is heart so, lied to you. Yeah, which is so sort of no. My heart is telling the truth. Yes, no. Listen, but the fa- he said something like be on the same page, but, you guys. But the facts and the evidence. I think he said the facts uh, and the evidence are painting a different picture, which <laughs> is amazing when you think about. Listen, I don't feel like I'm lying. But all the facts say that I am. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that is basically what Ronald Reagan said about the Iran-Contra affair, which is amazing. And also, he kind of, in that speech, when he does, doesn't recall, which, with Reagan, you were like, yeah, I kind of believe it. You know? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair. Uh, oh but God. But I think, and Clinton was great at this, too, which is sort of double-eyes, triple-eyes. And smart dude. the thing about... Nixon and Trump that are the very the same is they they have very short tempers mm-hmm. and they have trouble they are the kind of um, I guess the, there's only a term is liar mm-hmm. they're the kind of liars who 
believe their own lies. Yeah. So that's going to make it Oof. hard for Trump to do the sort of psychological acrobatics that are smart. The Bill Clinton and Reagan. Well, you know, <laughs> I think you just have to be aware that you're lying. And yeah. and I think that this is a thing that Trump's attitude has always been to if someone shoots a gun at you, you drop a missile on their head. Yeah. And the problem with that is, is that it makes him culpable in a way that I think he would have been protected if he just would have shut up. Yeah. And let the investigation happen. So that's an interesting thing. But to say your question was is this going to work? And that really is up to two things. I mean, that is up to the Republican House and Senate Mm -hmm. right now. And it's also up to, there's a 2018 election. Trump, before he decided to to atomic bomb his own (laughs) State of the Union, which was actually getting sort of moderately good reviews in the sort of general way. And you actually saw an uptick in its popularity for the first time in eight months. Jesus. Um, it, that was <laughs> before that immediately. Oh, I don't know. I mean, before this memo comes out and sort of nuclear bombs it. Oh my god! Like, uh, so if they lose the house, uh, which you know it's even odds if they will or not. I'd, I'd say I would give it Democrat sixty forty. I mean, we got another several months. Yeah, we have a, several months. But what I'm saying is, if they lose the house and it's a Democratic house. The ball game totally changes. On oh, yeah. Uh, because really, the people who are speaking out against the president when he does stuff on the Republican side are usually in the Senate. So <laughs> he has a tr- he's he will have trouble firing uh, Rosenstein um, in, the, in the Republican Senate anyway. Yeah. And so if he loses the House, it becomes this. There are some senators, I would say, that are not uh, Republican senators that would not be... Uh, crying if they had to really investigate this president. It wouldn't wouldn't be the thing that upset them the most. What? You think that there are some Republicans that are in a really difficult spot with President Trump? Well, I I think they all are, but I think that when you're in the House, Trump is a real advantage to you because he can come to your district, he can raise a lot of money, and your base, a base to a House member, I think, matters more if you're going to be primary than a senator. Um, senators have their own sort of weight and they can kind of, you know, Susan Collins doesn't really need Donald Trump in the same way that the Nunez guy needs yeah. Donald Trump. So I think that's just, the, that's the political calculation. And that's why when you see Trump do these things, you see three or four senators go, that's not good. <laughs> but you see House members either equivocate like Paul Ryan's doing mm-hmm. or just remain quiet or or just side with the president. Yeah. I mean, we have, um, in our little neck of the woods, the swing, the swingiest swing district in Texas, I think, is uh, <laughs> Texas twenty three, which is right now has a Republican in it, William Hurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is an F X X F X. I think CIA agent, uh, and he has had to go on national TV and pretty much defend Trump. So if he he tries to equivocate a little bit, but he's just like these investigations are good. I mean. Guys, my, friend, <laughs> my friends in San Antonio, if if you can't get him out of office this time, I don't know what. I mean, he, he is. <laughs> we're got, not going to the river walk anymore. Yeah, we're not going to the river walk. He he has been. He's one of an example, though, that you have to sort of make a choice to be a moderate Republican House member mm. 
is, you know, it, can you it, just it, not remain silent? Is that not your some of them go-to? are or retire? Yeah, like twenty of them already have. Jesus you know, Christ. Uh, but I think some of them are sort of trying to cling, and they're going to Trump because they don't see because they don't really have a good alternative. Yeah. They can't not, they can't go away when you're on the House side. So. Yeah. Senators are better. So, did we ever actually get to what was in this memo? Yeah. Did we? The memo is a three and a half page memo. Yes. That insinuates that the FBI, is, its motives are against Donald Trump, and that this is instead a witch of, Okay, instead of just being neutral, investigating. Yeah, they're action. not neutral. Yeah. They're they're sort of. But what it also does, like I said earlier in this podcast, is it's, it kind of makes it. Really obvious that Carter Page is a Russian agent, which I don't know if like how true that is. Or... Well, no, I think it's totally true. Yeah. I'm just saying that like, I don't know that that helps the Republican cause. Is <laughs> somebody who worked on the Trump campaign and Isn't was very close is literally a Russian agent. Jesus Christ! So they kind of tried to close one Pandora's box and opened another one <laughs> uh, pretty widely. So that that was fun. Is that something that they were? So they wrote up this memo. Mentioning that, was there any need to mention that? I think you had to to make the case. Okay. Um, and it, it, it just takes somebody who has any sort of like... They're, they're hoping... And, and there is a side of the internet and the, the TV shows that will just believe them. Yeah. And they're hoping somebody will not do the basic investigation that you would hope these intelligence committee members would do. And... And there's been some debate because uh, the the Democratic uh, ranking member, so so a committee structure is you have a ranking member mm-hmm. from the minority party and you have a the chairman from the majority party. So so Adam Schiff is the the ranking member, and he has basically said, who knows? I mean, people, Republicans have said this isn't true, but who knows? Uh, he has said that most of the committee members haven't read the supporting documentation. And and, <laughs> and and a lot of times what will happen, just why that would be true, yeah. is um, the chairman and the ranking member are the first people that are allowed to this classified information. Okay. And then they kind of decide and put it to a vote to the committee if everybody's going to be able to read the information. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes, are we going to be allowed to read it? Okay, cool. We're reading it. Uh, we think maybe you should read it or you shouldn't read it. Yeah. Because obviously as you spread out this information... It's not... Can't keep a lid on it. You can't keep a lid on it. And so yeah. Adam Schiff says he put it up for a vote to allow them to read it. Mm-hmm. And again, that would have taken more time. They would have had to read it for months and that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, and he said that they voted it down because his, 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 his argument is that this is purely political. There is no hmm. sort of, this is not people investigating. This is people trying to get a memo out as quickly as possible because the president oh. is upset that he's being investigated. Wow. Fuck. So that is mm. this fun memo that <laughs> this, the, the, I love how fast the news cycle is. Cause like in two weeks, we won't even remember that this memo came out. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that, that will fucking then. This has been the Political Confusion Podcast. <laughs> we have confused you. Uh, I am I am confused, but also infor- I every week, man, I'm like, I know more. Somehow I'm more confused. That's knowledge. Uh, That's like I, a Buddhist thing you just said. Is that Buddhist or something like that? I could be. I am stretching right now. Hey, I've got social media, Robert Scobia. You've got social media. The podcast has social media. 
Yeah. The podcast is uh, on Twitter at PCP underscore pod. And we're on Patreon if you want to give us money. Yeah, that's good. Do you uh, got social media? I do have social media. Um, also, uh, there's a few things. Write a review for iTunes if you can. Uh, <laughs> there's also... Uh, um, we have a Facebook page if you want to. Oh, yeah, we it. do have a Facebook page. We have uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter too, PCP underscore. That was the very first thing I said. Uh, I'm just saying it again. All right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's also something that it's funny. Um, we love questions if you have any questions, but also there's something I was like, I was like last week, I was like thinking, oh man, I should mention this. And I have no clue what it is now. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned this. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to get in contact with us, either on our Facebook page, Twitter, Patreon. Um, you can get an Instagram. You want to get an Instagram? We could. I don't know what pictures we would take of the Instagram. L- literally, me sleepy in this chair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but if you'd like uh, to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, what's your What's your social media? My social media is at Twitter. It's Robert Segovia's, and on Instagram, it's also Robert Segovia's. That's just my name. Nice. Um, I'm Leo Paris on everything. And, you know, just to go back on what Robert said, you live your life, man. If you, you have to do this. If you, you want to give us this. an iTunes a review, I mean, that'd be great. We, we would really appreciate it. But at the end of the day, if you have the opportunity to, like, go sit by a river and read a book, do that instead. Live your life, man. But do give us money. Always give us money. Um. Yeah, give us money. <laughs> I don't. Know, I. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, oh Ian shows. Yeah, yeah Ian shows. I I am doing the comedy batch on Saturday. It's a show I host. I'm. Um. It's at eight o'clock. Uh, really good comics there. Um, I am also maybe on Buzzmill on Wednesday. <laughs> don't really know. Uh, they haven't really gotten. I think I am maybe. Uh, so you might see me on Wednesday at nine o'clock at Buzzmill. You should go to that show anyway. Yeah, it's a great it's, show because uh, it's a Buzzkill at the Buzzmill. Buzzkill at the Buzzmill. Uh, but I will definitely be hosting the comedy batch uh, at Batch Kalachi. Yeah, because that's my show. I, <laughs> I booked myself. Whoa! Uh, uh, and then some great stand-ups on that. So if you're around this week in Austin, uh, that's what I'll be doing. Oh, Jesus, I've got a week, man. Um, Monday at 9.30, you can see an improv troupe I'm a part of. Do Knockout at 616 Slovaka. Uh, Wednesday at 8, I am in Garage every Wednesday at 8. Uh, Friday at 11.30, I'm doing this time of the month. Uh, we're I'm going to be doing improvised commercials with Blanche which is a great troupe. On Saturday, I'm God doing bless. part two of my monthly show at 8 p.m. where comedians try to get funding for a movie sequel. I also do a show at 10 a.m. every Saturday called What's the Story, Steve? That's for kids. And that's what I'm doing this week. What's the Story, Steve? Have I never told you about that? No. Oh, it's like a kid's show where I play a dog. There's a dog on stage and I voice the dog. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun. That's, Where is it? It's at Cold Town. Okay. Yeah, it's a kids show. So like you know, kids come and we get them on stage and make them. Do at ten a.m. Yeah. You were awake at ten a.m. I. That's why I like to sleep in on Sundays. <laughs> Robert Segovia. That's because I have to wake up. I have to wake up at seven and then eight thirty and then Sundays I like to just be like, cool, I'll sleep in. Except for today. All right. All right. Wow. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> what is she? Ha, ha, ha.